Welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Nicholas. <laughs> how you been, man? I, you, how, how have I been? You and I spent all day Sunday, uh, what do we call it? Um, uh, Wabder on a whim. Wabder on a whim. It was kind of fun. I don't want to take up too much of this story because we have a freaking awesome guest today, which is kind of out of the box automotive. But uh, Dan and I decided we were just going to spontaneously, because uh, we don't see each much each other, <laughs> which is funny because we do this and then, you know, we're living separate lives now. But Wagon Fest and then, yeah. and then the Wabder. So. Wabder, yeah. So we did Wagon Fest on Saturday, which was so much fun. Big shout out to uh, Dirtfish and Chrissy and Adam from Avance and all the Avance crew that came out and Brian from Dirtfish. It was an awesome, awesome event. It was uh, packed. It's a absolutely lot packed. of wagons. Absolutely packed. <laughs> You know, I think Dirtfish did a great job of keeping the dirt down so not everybody was too dirty. I think we had every single RS6 Avant in the state that was there, which was cool. Yes. Um, I like those guys have all got the matching boxes. Like, I love how they've done that. So that was cool. But then Dan and I decided we were going to take a little trip. And and if you got, if our listeners know us, it's like we, we decided to go do something. That's not necessarily what we're probably going to do. We'll start there. <laughs> we'll start there. And I think the idea was like, we'll go do Stampede. And we got to the top of Stampede. And I was like, I want to go down a different way. And we went around the lake. Um, and then we ended up uh, coming out. <laughs> we, we came out at Natchez. We didn't yeah. take the Natchez trail. We just said it. We came out at Natchez. Yeah. And then I realized, I'm like, hey, we're like 12, we st- 14 we miles. We stopped at a stop sign. And Dan goes, we can go home. It's 111 miles. It's all on the road. Or we can go 10 miles that way and take section two. And I was like, section two, yep. definitely section two. <laughs> so we did section two of the web or section like the the last half of it. And yeah, yeah, that's uh. So we had not only had that to ourselves. <laughs> Baja mode on the truck works oh, really well. God. So just give. A, I'm gonna give a little timeline here, like I said, because I want to get a rest. So we, we, you know, I was like, before we do this, we got to grab some some th- some things like a food and things like that just in case we did have all of our stuff with us yeah. um i think the only thing i was down was my my air compressor which i'm glad i had yours and we had never been on the t- section two there's a lot of rocks i mean and when i mean rocks i mean it's made of rock when you climb out of natchez there and you're, you're heading basically north but then you come down into the valley and it becomes i don't loamy, know how to dusty it's silt. loamy dusty and it's just it's it's just whoops and dan disappeared like <laughs> now this is not new. Dan did it on the monkeys. Dan, I mean, it's it's known. Dan tends to go ahead and then he waits. And and I like I had to radio him and I was like, where are you? Like, you're so far ahead. Like, it's the dustiest road in the world and the dust has settled. <laughs> and you're like, sorry, I was, I was in Baja mode. And um, and so I was like, cool. And Dan would get on the radio and be like, oh, I just, I just hit this awesome jump. And I'd be like, okay, so I'm expecting it. Like, five minutes later, I hit it. I'm like, oh, he's that far ahead. Like, <laughs> okay. We ended up coming out. God, I mean, it was funny because we came out on a road and then thought we were good to go uh, east or south of Enum, uh, uh, Ellensburg and ended up on probably one of the nicest dirt roads I've ever been on. Yeah, it's coming um, up there, which is the workaround. Manastash. Manastash. I always so. say it wrong. It's Manash. I, in my head, it's Manastash. So I don't think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Manastash Ridge Road is what we were on. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was more of like a very, very compact gravel road. But yeah, yeah it was a, it was a fun day adventuring. The fun. truck got a little air that it much needed. Subaru got a little air that it did not need. <laughs> <laughs> so, Found yeah. out. We, came, we, we go. Skid plates work. Yeah, skid plates work really yeah. well. Yeah. We came to this gate and we were like, oh, you know, we're, we're talking like had we had to turn around g- from that gate. We would have had to have gone back. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Probably all, all the way. Probably two and a half hours at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, and the, the funny thing is, we were on top of this beautiful. We'll, we'll post a photo. This beautiful ridge up there, looking into the valley. And Dan's like, we get all the way up there, and I don't know why we didn't have this idea before. I was like, hey, we should air down. Yeah. Cool. So I unscrew my valve caps, and why is that 
relative because Dan's valve caps would not come off. Yeah, I was going to use that as our Carter <laughs> Automotive okay. Tip of the Week. Yeah. Yeah, so I ran into an interesting problem that I haven't run into before, <laughs> uh, which I should have known because I own a hose. Because uh, <laughs> I bought hose in my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hoses. Hoses. Water hoses. Hoses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoses. For watering and air. Air watering. <laughs> yes. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Well, I put on these little black valve stem caps. Nothing special. Hex shaped. Just black valve stem caps. And but your valves are like recessed into the wheel. Yeah, too, they're right? recessed into the yeah. wheels, and they're they're kind of guarded by the um, the beadlock ring. And it's I have the beauty ring. I'm not running the full beadlock ring. The 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 factory Ford 17 inch wheels that are beadlock capable, and that outer ring is a beauty ring. And it so would, I wasn't I didn't have an air compressor. And the one other thing we fought forgot was needle nose pliers because right. I think that might have solved this. It problem. did. So okay, yeah. well, sort of. It actually didn't when I got home. Yeah, when I we had, got them home and cooled them off, they came right off. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. So my valve stem caps were seized to my valve stems. Yeah. The reason they were seized is that the valve stem caps were made of aluminum and the valve stems were made of brass. Okay. And as anybody can tell you who owns a hose, <laughs> you cannot mix those two metals and get them wet over and over again or they will corrode and stick to each other. Now, if you have a giant hose and lots of clearance, that's a very easy thing to do. You can just get some pliers, do a little twist, done. Yeah. If you have valve stems, they just spin inside the wheel. <laughs> Yeah, I have a chip taken out of my tooth from when I was a kid when I tried to take a hose off. Ow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, mean, I remember my dentist hates me. I open beer <laughs> bottles with my teeth. So, yeah. Don't do that, kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. so, what I did is I used, I, once I got home, I had to get some needle nose pliers. And then I started twisting with the wrench. Still couldn't do it. I couldn't get enough, like, just brute strength on there because it was spinning the valve stem so much, even with the needle nose pliers. And I have good needle nose pliers for the record. I don't yeah. have the che- the cheapo ones. I have some really nice crescent ones. Premium needle, premium nose, premium yeah, needle good, nose. Good grip on them. Yes, absolutely. So what I did is I took my mini impact, my quarter inch, I cranked it up to three in reverse. <laughs> and then that gave me enough like quick blast strength to blast them off. But it was not like a one shot deal. No, I had struggled with these things in the dark. I'm going to talk to Milwaukee and DeWalt about making a small socket for removing your valve stem caps. Well, I, I had a socket for it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah sure, it yeah. kept spinning. Anyway, the no, point I is. No, I get it. Yeah. It was, it was, that's smart. Yeah. It's, yeah. It worked. It yeah. took some work, but it didn't damage the wheels. Um, so point is, if you ever wonder why everybody uses rubber valve stem caps or plastic valve stem caps, that's why they don't corrode to the brass yeah. that are the valve stems. Now you can get heavy duty locking valve stems. If people don't know that, especially this is more popular in racing and off-road applications, but they literally bolt into the wheels and they're really tough. And it's so they don't spin inside the wheel, yeah. um, which I'm going to have to go do. I'm about due for tires anyway. So I'm going to swap the tires, have them swap the valve stem caps and put the, the beefy ones in there. That's right. In the middle of this drive, you went over 40,000 miles. Yep. 40,000 so, miles okay. in the Raptor yeah. last just over a year and a half. <laughs> and I'm nine months into my Subaru and I barely have 5,000. So yeah. yeah. And it's going to rack up probably another 2000 next month. Absolutely. Yeah. So cool. anyway, quick tip of the week. Do not put cheapo valve stem caps on your vehicle. Actually talking too, to you Corvette owners. Yeah, it's, you know, what's funny. The <laughs> last time this happened, it was a Corvette yeah. and it wasn't mine. It was somebody else's. And it was because they had those little O rings in the valve stem caps instead of those flat fiber washers. Yeah. Well, if you squeeze them on too tight, those O-rings will stick inside in the valve. Oh, okay. Yeah, they'll get cold, and then you shove them on too tight, because if you twist them on too tight, then it does it. The ones I actually ordered for this, I didn't order plastic ones. Um, I ordered uh, these same hex-style ones, but they have a, a nylon insert. So, so you don't have you don't yeah. have the aluminum on the right, yeah, and they're it. called anti-seize valve stem caps. That's Fair what enough. I ordered, and I just wanted some basic ones. So yeah, I just don't like the look of this, the plastic ones. But anyway, 
if uh, if this is something you don't do very often, especially off roaders where you're getting your wheels wet, cold, <laughs> muddy, yeah. yeah, this can happen. And it, this happened on all four of them, for the record, not one. It happened on all four. Well, I mean, that literally, as far as things going bad, like that was the only thing we had. Yeah, that was with. it. I mean, I drove into a hole on accident, which I think we have video of. Yeah, um, I do have a little video of that, <laughs> of uh, how not to... Did that hurt? I didn't even know I was going to do it. Yeah, how <laughs> so, not yeah. to do your right angle approach. Yeah, that was... It was an no. easily solved problem. We were just impatient. No, it was okay. So I'm, I'm talking about the second time. I'm not talking about coming oh, across that, the creek. That, that, yeah. I'm talking about when we almost got up to the top, and I was like, I was driving along, and I was literally turning on my camera to see if there was a hole there, and I drove into it. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, you know, big shout out to the people that make my uh, <clears throat> my underskid still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm lucky with that. So Yeah, I drug the trailer hitch a couple times. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God, that was fun. We had a great time. Um, definitely going to need some... <clears throat> trail striping correction but yeah yeah i'm gonna email i just joking with nick i'm gonna email the griots and yeah. be like hey you guys need to make a literal trail stripe remover yeah like if some nobody makes that. i actually looked just to see if anybody did sure. nope nobody markets a i mean all it is is a like a, a, a pretty light abrasion compound yeah but they would have there's a great marketing opportunity to, to sell a trail stripe remo- trail stripe removal cream well i mean there are those off-roaders that don't care I mean, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's, a, it's, but I mean, those of us that want to still drive our cars and feel pretty on the inside and the outside. Yeah. I don't so. care. I wasn't, it's just the first time I've, I don't care that much. No, I mean, that is the, mo- I mean, you and I were both like, well, we're here, <laughs> you know, it's going to happen. We have the tools to get rid of it. Ironically, we have really nice Grios buffers and things like that. And I haven't yes. had a chance to do those on the car yet. So that'll be good. So yeah. Yeah. It's about time for a full buff anyway. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I want to get into our guest here uh, from Crash Jewelry. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. It's kind of an outside the box uh, thinking on what you do when you're caught, when you crash your car. Yep. yep. Good stuff here. Christy Shimke, Crash Jewelry. Welcome to the show. It's nice to have you. Nice to be here. Thank you. Well, obviously, you're a part of the new crew that is coming on, and, and, and we're getting to interview as part of Avance uh, in California and L.A., and we are so happy to have you here. Um, I was obviously, you know, spent a good amount of time on your website today drooling over things and looking at uh, different things. Can you give our listeners just a, a background, basically, of, of where Crash Jewelry kind of came from and, and why it's called Crash Jewelry? Well, this wasn't my professional career, but uh, I guess midlife, I sort of, well, I had a midlife crisis, I guess, and I quit quit my job and uh, started taking metal smithing classes and whatnot and fell in love with it. And so I started my first business, which was more traditional jewelry, you know, silversmithing, silver, gold, gemstones, that sort of thing. And uh, then I moved my studio into my husband's garage. He has a body shop in West Los Angeles. So uh, I was in there working away and I would take breaks and I see these cars come in and I just fell in love with the aesthetics of the cars and also the, the finishes, the paint, which reminded me of enamel. And I started thinking, you know, I wonder if I could do something with that metal because it's just, you know, it's being discarded, uh, possibly recycled, but maybe not. And uh, it was just like an idea, you know, from a marketing standpoint, it seemed to have a lot going for it. And then I had to figure it out. So uh, the reason it's called Crash Jewelry is because it's from cars that have been in fender benders. So. Okay. And I mean, were you initially out there just sort of searching through junkyards and looking for parts of certain things? Or, or were you just going to your friends going, I know you, you crashed your Porsche last night. Can I please have your fender? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do that now. <laughs> but back then, no, I, I, I didn't do that. I just was sourcing uh, solely from the body okay. shop. Okay. 
that's such an interesting thing because we don't think about that, you know, especially when living in this world of exotic cars and you, you unfortunately see that some of them have their demise, but you don't, you kind of wonder what happens to them. So I have tossed a lot of really expensive crashed fenders in the trash in my body shop <laughs> see, days. Well, yeah. Some, somebody's oh, trying to save the environment. I know. You're throwing away all your well, they go to a recycling no, scrap, sure, not sure. the trash trash. Sure. But yeah. Sure. Still. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah. what kind of what kind of metals are you working with? Because you've got aluminum mainly in most body panels, and then just sheet metal. So how are you? Like, give me your process. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, aluminum sheet metal. I've recently partnered with the Corvette Museum in Bowling Green, so I'm having to work with fiberglass, which is not fun. Um, so that that's Itchy. been tough. I can't work with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, the Corvette uh, <laughs> Museum had cars that were wrecked. Who knew? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I think they dug yeah, them exactly. up. Yeah, exactly. Literally. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, they're actually there's actually sending me panels of the C8s. Um, they're not wrecked. They're just oh. panels with the original factory paint. So that's what I'm that's what I'm using right now. Um, but yeah, so it, it's funny because when I first started working with it, I had no idea what to do. Um, it's taken nine years really to sort of figure it out, and um, I thought. In my mind, I thought aluminum would be much easier to bend than steel, and it's the complete opposite. So, um, yeah, aluminum's pretty tough, but uh, it's a, it's kind of a long um, uh, process, but it's very hands-on and not very uh, tech-savvy. Let's put it that way. So, I mean, I was looking on there, and the, obviously the first thing that comes up is the 360 Challenger Dolly Cuff, and you were talking about preserving the paint. So you're, you're taking something. I'm assuming somebody crashed a, a beautiful 360. How are you making that in preserving the paint? Or are you repainting these in factory colors? Or how does that work? No, everything is the original factory okay. paint. And that's my cool. goal. I will not work with, yeah, I will not work with cars that have been painted or uh, old cars. I mean, I'm working with late model uh, water-based paint. So um, I had to figure out a way. I don't want to tell too much. No, yeah, but, you don't have to uh, give away the secret how, sauce. I was yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but but I must say, you know, lots of times you go to bend something, especially red paint for some reason, and you're almost at the end and it cracks and you're, you know, throw it in that pile of, you know, uh, things to figure out later. Um, but when I do attach things like, like this is a Lamborghini here and I'm attaching stainless steel from a G-Wagon, um, I use rivets on everything. Because I can't use an open flame, it'll destroy the paint. Sure. So I have to be really careful about what temperature I'm warming it up. Yeah, because, I mean, the manufacturers didn't make the paint want to bend or let alone, you know, Ferrari didn't look at that and go, it's a lovely fender, but someday it's going to be a cuff. And some <laughs> lovely woman will be wearing it to a, yeah. a, a classy party. Or man, whatever. Yes, or man, too. Yes, too. <laughs> but um, yeah, they, exactly. have you seen the cufflings? Oh, or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, I mean, you said you, you had retired from your, your day job. I mean, had you always enjoyed jewelry or, but, or when you got into metal, is that something that just sort of a talent that kind of came out of that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, my background is in art history. Okay. So I worked for a long time at the, the Getty Museum. Um, so I've always been, uh, you know, attracted to art and sort of a fledgling artist, I guess. I've always been drawing, making jewelry since I was a kid. Um, so once I started working with tools and soldering and precious metals, that's when I discovered this is what I really want to do. And I don't want to work in a bureaucracy. Fair, fair. Very yes. cool. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah. That's it's such an interesting career path. Like, what was your start in the body shop? Like, what was your career before this? Like, because I mean, it's an interesting road. Yeah. So, like I said, I was at the Getty. I worked in uh, the Research Institute. I worked for the museum, and I worked for the um, uh, Information Institute. So, I worked in three different institutes, doing mostly uh, art history research and writing, and um, and I also worked at UCLA and. Um, then when I met my husband, I, I knew nothing about cars. I mean, I, I had an Acura. It was old. And uh, so when I met him, she's been you know, brought to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. No, I love it. And um, so when we got married, you know, he, he knew how frustrated I was with my job. And he said, why don't you take some time and figure out what you want to do, which you know, then I became a personal trainer for a while. Okay. <laughs> so I, I was trying to figure out what I wanted she to do. She was bending people. And now she's bending metal. metal. I got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Totally enough. Yeah. Stretching, Stretching bending, bending yeah. riveting, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Torture. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, um, so then once I started the metal smithing and everything, it's, it's like something just clicked, something went off and it was like, this is what I want to do. And, um, the reason I did switch over to the car metal was because at the time when I was working with precious metals, um, they were, the prices were going through the roof and I couldn't compete. Um, and so when I saw the car metal, something also clicked, like, I wonder if I can make jewelry from that because it's got a lot going for it. And it took years, but once I got it, then I started really venturing out to car events and um, meeting car people and enthusiasts. And it's like the best world, way better than art history. Let me tell you. <laughs> sure, <So>. sure. <laughs> there's some good history yeah. in automotive. I mean, you know, so there's, you know, you can link that in there. Totally. Yeah, I, I just, it's such a cool concept. I think that, the, especially with the fact that you are preserving the paints and things like that. Dan and I have done some work with Concorso, and there's always been the auto recyclers there, the, the exotic cars. And I've always wondered, like I said, how that goes or what you could do with it. So after looking at mm -hmm. your website and looking at some of the art fashions, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, th these, these are beautiful rolling pieces of art. There's no reason they have to stop being art when somebody accidentally dents them. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, right. And a lot of people you know, they have such a close relationship with their car that when something happens, you know, they want a piece of it and they want to wear it. They want to keep it with them all the time. I mean, I have so many stories of people that have contacted me um, and asked me to make something for them from their car or their dad's car or, you know, whatever. I was just going to ask you that exact question is what kind of people reach out to you? Because I'm sure they do. They're like exactly like you said, people have big connections with their cars. They have memories surrounded by these things. What kind of art have you taken on as projects from people? Well, um, there's one woman um, that is a, a stunt uh, woman and a drifter, and she her car burned up in the Malibu fire a few years back. And so some of her girlfriends got together and contacted me and said, you know, because she lost everything. She lost her car. She lost everything. And said, you know, can if we got a piece of Susan's car, could you make her something? And I said, yeah. So they, she did, Susan was out of town. She didn't know. So they went and cut out just a swath of her. It was all burned up and everything. And I made her um, a cuff with uh, sort of like, I brought some pieces yeah. with like the uh, M. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except the, this piece was from her car, okay. the bottom piece. Got and it. it was, um, it was burnt. And they gave it to her along with this lovely note. And 
you know, it meant so much to her. She wears it all the time, you know, when she's driving or when she's, you know, working. So that's, that's one story. I've had other people, um, uh, a guy came to me, his father had passed recently and he had a prize Miata. So he went and took a fen took the whole fender off the car and, and gave it to me and said, can you make jewelry for my mom so that, you know, dad can be with her all the time. Wow. So, yeah. So you get, you get sort of this bittersweet, you know, emotion that comes from it. So it's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people that really want to keep their car with them. <laughs> yeah, we understand that. I mean, we all, we, some of us are sad when we, uh, when we sell cars, I mean, we've, we have several friends that have had sold cars and then the next person, unfortunately, has wrecked them. And so, you know, and you're still sad. <laughs> yeah. You're still sad. How did you come along? I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, looking at the cuffs and the cufflings and things like that. I mean, how did you decide that's where you wanted to go with it? Like the sort of the artist process. Like my, my brain doesn't work that way. I look at it and I go, that's a broken fender. I got to recycle it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I, I don't mm. know. I guess I thought cuffs would be the easiest thing to make. Um in my mind, because I, I had made bracelets before like cuffs, uh, out of, you know, other metals. So I guess in my mind, I thought that would, that would work. Sure. Um, so that's where I started. And then those quickly became the most popular. And, um, then from there went on to earrings, necklaces. I mean, I've made a lot of, I've made clocks, I've made, um, you know, key rings. I mean, bottle openers, you name it, wallets. <laughs> so do so. you do custom things if somebody comes to you and says, look, this is a piece here, you know, and then maybe you can come up with an idea. Like I said, the, the, the basic stuff that you do, not say basic, that's a horrible word for this. I apologize. It's not <laughs> basic. Standard anymore. Things you the do. standard things you do are very, are very stylish and, and very, um, you know, noteworthy. But I mean, it seems like, can you give us an example? Like, I mean, obviously we, we heard about the, the, the burnt bracelet, you know, but I mean, can you give me yeah. another example of somebody maybe coming to you and going, Hey, you know, can you do something? Use your artist brain kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, right now I have a woman whose BMW was totaled and I mean, it, it didn't have much damage at all, but you know how it yeah. goes. Uh, it's a late model, beautiful car. Um, and you know, and she was devastated cause she thought she was going to get to keep it. So, and she picked it up and she, she had it shipped from Germany oh, and she loved oh, this yeah. car. I know, I know it just sucks. And so so she sent me, you know, so we go through this whole process. We'll talk and she'll send me a picture of what she has. I'll say, you know, send me the, uh, what, what you can from the hood and I'll, I'll, you know, send her some shipping labels. So, she, you know, people do that all the time. And so right now we're collaborating, you know, and, uh, I'm going to make her a cuff earrings and a necklace Cool. and, uh, race car drivers are also sending me their medals. Okay. So I'm working uh, with a few racers and, um, yeah, it's starting to really open up in that custom work area. That's cool. What's so, the most difficult thing you've done? What's the most what's like sorry? the most difficult piece you've worked with? Or somebody sent you something and you're like, "This is terrible," <laughs> but you've got it done. Uh, I have to think about this. Um, I think it would have to be okay. I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's this guy in Australia named Ron Goodman. Uh -huh. And, uh, and, and he has, he's a Porsche, uh, restoration. He has a restoration okay. shop. And so he, he shipped his 356, uh, 356 out to, uh, Laguna Seca for the historic races a few years back. And there's actually a documentary about this and, uh, he crashed. So he asked me if I could make some jewelry from the hood. So he, I said, Sure. So that was, he'd had it for a long time. So he, he chopped it up into pieces. And when I got it, it was all rusted. 
it had been repainted several times and there were, there were decals stuck on it, you know, and all this crap and, you know, the leather closure from the hood, you know, so I was just kind of staring at like, what am I going to do? You know, so, uh, but, you know, but sometimes the rust and the, the paint that's flaking off and the patina, that all makes it even more interesting. You know, like you look at that and that sort of gives you clues on to what you want to do with that. And it becomes like a happy accident. You know, so, um, so I made him a, a collection and so it turned out okay. Cool. That's absolutely amazing. I mean, obviously we talked about this, you have the automotive buck now. I mean, and, and are you, are you a fan of, of the more modern cars of, of more, I mean, not, not just working with them, but I mean, in general, like I said, you seem to have the passion now, so it has been passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in modern cars. Sure. Um, however, I do have appreciation for classic cars as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, God, you know, the colors, the interiors, the lines, I mean, you, you know, we have a Cadillac in the shop right now that I don't even know how old it is, but the fins, you know, it's, it, it's, stunning. that's a real it Cadillac really just so we're clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I appreciate Absolutely. the classics. I just like driving the modern ones. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like reliability. I, I, yeah, yeah. Cause I like to go drive a lot. So they're yeah. fun, but yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. What is the piece? What what is a piece of a car that you never thought you'd work with? Like what 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 surprised oh, yeah. you? Like you know what showed up? And I mean, the three hundred and sixty Charlie Sardali. That's a pretty big. What's well, a big piece of a very expensive car? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean um like part which yeah part of like the car? I mean you know what kind of you you never thought you'd be working with you know I mean it's yeah okay yeah well first of all Corvette I never thought I'd be working okay. with and people. People have been asking me for years, you know, because there's so many Corvette enthusiasts out there. And when I tell them, no, I can't work with it, they'd get really disappointed. So the the Corvette metal cannot be bent uh, into a cuff shape because it will break. Yeah, fiberglass. Yeah. Right. So I told them that, um, that I could only make flat pieces. So they sent me uh, pieces from the speaker, like the metal that covers the speakers okay. in the car. Huh. So, so, so I took that and that was like the base of the cuff. And then I would make the setting out of the Corvette and set it in um in resin inside a silver bezel and then rivet that to the actual speaker cover itself. Create, think outside yeah. the box. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. What? What? Okay. So back to what's the most expensive piece of, of car that you've gotten? Oh do you yeah. Think? I, I would have to be Ferrari, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, anything yeah. Ferrari? Yeah. I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say anything Ferrari. Anything yeah. Ferrari. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, I would so say. D- so obviously with the jewelry on the website and things like that, that changes with what, what you have coming in or what you're working with, correct? Yes. And now, though, I've, I've met some guys up in Sacramento who have a Ferrari, um, I guess, scrapyard or graveyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, so sometimes I'll go up there or sometimes they'll ship me um, items. They'll ship me uh, Lambo doors and things like that and Ferrari stuff that they can't sell. Mm-hmm. So when I get it, it's, it's pretty, pretty beat up, but I can work with it. Um, so, so I'll go there once in a while. Um, I would go to a friend of mine has a Porsche salvage yard and I'll go to her place because she has, um, air cooled Porsches and things like that, that we don't, we don't work on. So, um, so I'll go there once in a while, you know, but, and then some of the American cars I, I really need to look around for like Camaro or, uh, you know, whatever, because we don't work on those either. Sure. So, your, what's your dream car? What, what, what do you want? What are you looking for? What piece of what out there? In case somebody has it sitting somewhere. Well, 
I mean, it, it would be a Bugatti, but I, I was going to say that. I don't know why. I was like, <laughs> is there somebody that's got a piece of Bugatti sitting somewhere? But okay, yeah. yeah. If, if it, I don't even know, though. Is it aluminum or, you know? I, Parts I know. of it, yes. Parts of it are aluminum. Um, I think I mean, the bodies are mostly yeah. carbon, though, aren't they? It's a carbon tub, but the, the fenders and stuff like that are, are aluminum. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, okay, that, that's okay. what I want. All that's right. So anybody that's listening to this that happens to have a few pieces of Bugatti sitting around, I don't know if I, yeah, so you'd be surprised. Some people I do. was going to say there's somebody out there. Like, somebody who's been sitting on the outside of, outside of the Nürburgring and somebody's crashed one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something, yeah, something's got to be out there. That's so interesting. Have you done anything with motorcycles? I have. Um, my brother is a Harley guy, so he sent me some, some metal. Um, but he, I had to get it from the fenders because the tank is too thick. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, and I still, right now I'm, I'm almost out of Harley, so I'm, I'm open. If anybody has any, any metal from the fenders, I'll take it. Okay. Um, so yeah. I was thinking you could get some really cool stuff though. I sort of, I was, DeLorean came to mind. Oh, absolutely. Cause you have unpainted yeah. stainless. Oh. Yeah. It'd be a little, I mean, that'd be tough, but you can fold. Well, it's hard to wreck the paint on unpainted stainless. So yeah, that's what I mean. Like <laughs> you, if you found a crashed uh, DeLorean, DeLorean though, it'd probably be relatively or just a non-running one. You could take a piece out of the hood. Nobody's gonna notice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out there with a grinding wheel at night, you'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Your yeah. wife's gonna love this. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, you can come up with some pretty cool stuff. I was just thinking through. I'm like, man, what I really want to see is a vintage Volkswagen would have a good audience. Any DeLorean. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. Actually, the Volkswagen really would. Really Especially would. in California, too. Because, like, yeah. any, anytime you can find an old bus or something, but the paint would be all crap. Yeah. I've seen it would be cool, though. You think Ferrari yeah, parts are expensive. You start pulling parts off, like, a 23 window bus or something, then people, they'll, they'll lynch you for that. <laughs> uh, That's true. So, you know, not that that wouldn't be so cool. That, I mean, there's so much. I mean, it's, being in the automotive world, a lot, of, a lot of car companies and places like that have tried to do jewelry and things like that. And it's, you know, they, they get some car designer to design it, and it's like, you know, well, it, it represents the wind going over the hood. Yeah, great. Okay, but it's something different when somebody can go, okay, no, this was a part of something. This was some, you so know. You mean everything in the Corvette catalog? Yes, everything in the Corvette. I didn't want to say <laughs> right. it, you know, but, oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. It, it's funny because when I first started making it, you know, I thought, well, I'm just going to go to, you know, some of the shops. Like, we're associated with Beverly Hills uh, Mercedes-Benz. Mm -hmm. okay. We get a lot of referrals. So I thought, well, you know, I'll just go to them because wouldn't it be better to get a keychain made from, you know, I don't know, uh, an SLS or yeah. something, yeah. As, as opposed to a piece of, you know, a crap keychain made from China. But uh, they're not interested because licensing, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. They want their piece, too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they do. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Now you said you started this kind of by working your, your husband's shop is, is in your garage kind of thing or, or on your property. Oh no, no, no. Uh, sorry. Oh. No. Um, it's, they've been around for a long time. Okay. They, they actually take up a pretty much a, almost a city block. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It's a big shop. It's called Beverly Coachcraft, And, um, they're, uh, the highest certification, uh, for Mercedes. And, uh, I, I know this is probably a, bad word here but tesla no, no, not, as well yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. but, but that many uh, of them on the road also, somebody's got to repair uh, in a second look, so, out, yeah, look no. at, hey there's one right there uh, some, we yeah. joke so, yeah, but yeah, they welcome yeah. to redmond washington yeah. i'm looking at the window i'm like oh there's a model y because so, you can't every 30 seconds yeah, is yeah. the joke here so you you yeah you went back and you you started this by by pulling some things up on, on pieces from the cars he was working on are you still working out mm -hmm. of that shop or do you have your own oh okay. yeah yeah i've kind of grown there's a there's a garage on the southernmost end of the property that we call Baja, and that's kind of where I am. Okay. Um, 
so that's where they store the cars when they come in and when they're finished. And so I have a studio there. And then uh, adjacent to that, I store all my metals. Uh, and I have them organized like a library pretty much. So, so it's cool. all organized. And and then I have a I have a couple of work, you know, uh workbenches and you know, all the tools, everything. So is is it yeah, is it just you or, or, or how, what is what does the team look like? Well, right now um it's me and two other women. And then I have a guy that uh, I outsource to because we figured out how to use um lasers to laser engrave through the paint. I'll I'll Please, show you yeah. one here. So oh, this wow. is uh, oh, cool. Yeah. It's a BMW. And uh, here's another one. Here's a, a bent. Oh, I you can't see. It's a bent. That's okay. What we'll do is we'll have you send us yeah. photos of those so that we yeah. can post them okay. with the episode so that people can definitely see them. So, yeah. yeah. I look at yeah. our last episode with the, with the key, um, yeah. custom keys. This is just another one of those pieces that like just ties it off. If you've got, if you're a big 911 guy, there's a ton of, I say that because there's a bunch of Porsche guys around yes. here. Like this is the perfect yeah. piece to add to your collection. Well, I mean, in my yeah. mind, if, if, if I crash a Porsche and I, I would want a piece of that car on my new Porsche or something, you know, in, yeah, in, exactly. you know, so I think there's something very iconic. I think it's a, it's a good, you know, conversation starter. I mean, we always joke in the, in the car world that I can tell you exactly what the guy drives, but I don't know his name. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, he drives a Porsche, <laughs> but you know, so I, and yeah. I think that's something so interesting in the fact that, you know, that would probably catch somebody's eye and you'd go, wait a minute, that's, how did you get a bracelet in Rosso Corso? Or, you know, that Ferrari doesn't make jewelry. And it's like, well, okay, I had a car or I found this. And I mean, it's just something, yeah. you know, and that's probably the cheapest way to own a Ferrari or, or a piece of a Ferrari at least. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's true. And when I go to these shows, I was just at one and, you know, that's one of the things a lot of people kind of laugh and say, well, you know, I'll never be able to afford a Lamborghini, but I can wear one, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. And it's, it's a great gift because, um, we, we've designed, um, a DMV registration card that comes with the make model paint color. Uh, we come up with our own VIN number. Um, and so it has a, like a little seal on it, you know, it, it's really cute. So it, it has this backstory as well. So even if you give it as a gift, it's, you know, it's fun. It's a really fun gift. You, you said something earlier I want to ask you about. You made a clock, you said? Oh yeah. So, um, so I was approached by, uh, let's see first, who was I approached by? I think it was, yeah, La Jolla, uh, the president of the La Jolla Concours. And he, asked me if I could make something for the judges for the different car classes. Mm. And um, so, uh, you know, and I said, well, like, would you have a mind? He said, I, I don't know. You, you think about it. So I was, so I came up with the idea that I, I came up with a desk clock with the logo of um, their logo. And I made the clocks out of the car metal that each judge was, the class. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. The Ferrari judge, the Fiat judge. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. yeah, gotcha. okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So they, so they each get a clock designed especially for them that they can put on their desk or whatever. And uh, yeah. So. Are you doing any other projects outside of jewelry then now, or just jewelry? Just jewelry, but but I've done the clocks a few times, and um, yeah, and I was doing keychains, but. Okay, so I want to focus in on a piece that kind of caught my eye on on the on the website, and that was the Porsche Turbo Spike uh -huh. necklace, um, because there's I want a little bit behind this because that is a special kind of it's what's it called? A, it's not a Miami chain. Um, what is the type? What's the name? You would probably be able to tell me. <laughs> it's a it's a curb chain. A curb chain, and you make that yourself? Well, no, that's vintage. Okay. So what I try and I try and source uh, all the other pieces, you know, the um, things that I add on to okay. it um, from you know, vintage areas or 
whatever. So I have somebody that got that in Rhode Island. I love that chain. It just feels real good too. It's so cool. And I had, it's <laughs> yeah. great. And I, I had it plated. Uh, so yeah, so I have a lot of vintage components that I can add. It's, it's such a neat, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we will put the website in, in the description. Yeah, people should course. definitely go look at this and we're going to show photos of it, but it was like, as you're going, you know, I'm not a big jewelry guy. Like I sometimes wear a watch, but like this yeah, stuff yeah. is just so interesting. Like I said, I think it's the conversation starter. It's like, you know, you look at that and you go, somebody's it's going to know cars is going to go i know that color i know that black i know you know yeah so and you have you yeah. have stuff for men and women in yes there. so but i think even cooler the women's yeah. stuff is really really cool actually yeah i don't <laughs> think it would look that good on you dan no i, don't, I mean I don't this is beautiful but yeah uh but you know so i would try <laughs> <laughs> look at that she works with tesla who knew yeah i wonder where she gets the pieces no. <laughs> nice so I mean, what, I mean, and again, not giving the secret sauce. I mean, what 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 can we see from you in the future? What's 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 new and happening? Well, I want to continue with with the laser engraving um, because that allows me to to work on really unusual designs and also to scale up. So I want to I want to keep pushing that and see how much further we can go. Um, I'm going to be, I hope, to be adding gemstones like diamonds mm -hmm. to the jewelry so you can take it to the next level. Um, I have some ideas about that. Um, I guess okay. right now that's, that's about it. I mean, I, I'd like to, I, I like to collaborate with people. So if, if somebody had an idea of like, you know, Hey, can you make handbags? Let's talk, you know, sure. I, I would definitely do that. Yeah. Okay. Where can we see your stuff in person? And you saw the website, of course, we will post that, but do you have a display anywhere or are you shows to shows? Like how do we do this? Yeah, I do. I do a lot of shows. Um, my next show is, um, cars in the Canyon, which is a Porsche show, then um, Cars and Copters, <laughs> which is exotic. That's a great show. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 it is. It is. And then I'm going to Hilton Head for the Concours there. And then next year, uh, Amelia Island. Um, and then it just starts all over again. I'll, I'll be in uh, Pebble Beach uh, next Next year August. for Car Week. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I'm also in some car museums, like the, the Revs Institute. Okay. And um, the autom uh, San Diego Automobile Museum, and um, I know there's another one. I can't think of it right now. Let's see. Uh, gosh, why can't I think Not the of Peterson. it? Rev San Diego. <laughs> oh, the Corvette. Yeah, in Bowling Green. And then also in a few art galleries and some boutiques. Actually, actually in Oregon. Oh, and huh. uh, Yeah, and Florida. And uh, then some uh, small boutiques. Okay. I, th I think she's, I don't want to give away any ideas and this is hers, but I think she's onto something with that purse thing because there's a lot of nice leather interiors in these cars that uh, once an airbag goes Ooh. off has to be, I mean, I would think yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Something like, I'm, right off the bat, and again, my brain's not, but the quilting out of a Bentley would be so cool inside some, I don't know. So Yeah, yeah. And you got to replace the seat cover. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah absolutely. We really appreciate you taking time coming on and talking to us about this, um, you know, uh, and, and, you know, you came very highly recommended. We've been looking forward to this. And as far as, you know, because I think it's, we, we try to find things that are somewhat outside the box, especially, you know, because, you know, you can talk about cars for all you want, but like something like this is so cool that can be, uh, you know, taken and, and, and repurposed. So. Yeah. Well, thank you. I've been really excited about this. I love Avance. I love everybody that works there and um, it's a, it's a great, organization okay. so i'm really happy to be here and uh just so people know um what is your website so they can get they can find you crashjewelry.com okay and they can contact email and phone through there if they have a project or something and then they can buy the there, there are objects on they can buy on the website as well correct 
Okay. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, I will make sure as Christmas comes up, which actually, hey guys, is not that far no, away. It you is need October. to be ordering now, especially if you're going to do some custom yeah. pieces here. So yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It does take a little while sure. to make it. Sure. So. Plan yeah, ahead. Yeah. About two and a half months. Plan guys, ahead, girls. Yeah. So yeah. So keep that on the back of your minds. It's coming soon. Excellent. So, all right, Christy. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. For this episode of the Avance Podcast, as always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.